0: Hi there, come on in. This is Seriously Yourself, the podcast, and I'm Ingrid Hollander. Hi there, hello, hello, come on in. Hey, this week... (laughs) I'm laughing at my topic, and it's not about humor. That was last time, right? So why is this topic funny to me? Because the topic for today is control. The feeling of having control. (laughs) You see? It's funny to me. Why is it funny to me? I think because, honestly, here I am. It's beautiful, actually very warm, humid summer Sunday in New Hampshire, where I live. And I am feeling so much vibration, reverberation, if you will, of lack of control in life. So much feels out of control. Maybe it's the heat, right? And so many warnings about the heat waves all over the world. I just read an article this morning that was saying, you know, we think we'll accomplish things by 2050, but the things that they thought would kind of be happening by 2050, 50, 2050, are happening now climate-wise. And so we can't plan to have things up and sort of helped by 2050 when We're so much more ahead in terms of climate change, right? And that made me feel, as it might make you feel, incredibly out of control. Like, my gosh, (laughs) well, what can I do right now? And does it matter what I do right now? If we really take a minute and we think about control, That's kind of the key, the key sensation. What can I do, and does it matter? Is there something I can do, and does it matter? (sighs) We are doers, aren't we? We are people of doing. Many of us have learned that that is our worth and responsibility on this earth, is to be people of doing. And so we gain parts of us that protect us, that lead us along, that help us to navigate our lives by doing all the time. Do, do, do. Get it done. Change your behavior. That's all about doing, right? And certainly we need these parts of our lives. We need these aspects of our personality because there are things that. We need to be about doing. I was watching the birds outside my window the other day, which I love to do. It is the most happy, enlightening thing for me to watch these birds. They're just simple, you know, outdoor, backyard kind of birds. I don't have have any special homing pigeon pets or anything out there. So I'm watching these birds, and you notice they are so much about doing, right? They hop from tree to tree, they fly, they're singing, their songs seem to have purpose, they call to one another. The other day when I was feeling especially lonesome, I was watching outside and I've never seen this before, though, if you are bird enthusiasts, and you've seen this a lot, I would love it if you would shoot me a little message and let me know about it. I saw three diff. well, I think it was actually two different birds and three different moments in the day, where I saw one bird feeding another, and the other was not a baby in the bird nest, right? So The bird, which I'm guessing was a parent, a parental bird, was going over to the bird feeder and taking some stuff. And then there was another bird of the same breed standing there, and they would feed that bird beak to beak rather than the younger, I'm assuming, bird going over to the bird feeder. And I saw this happened three times. And like I said, it wasn't always the same birds. And I was like, so taken with that. Like, I had never really seen that in um, backyard birds before. And I really, (laughs) I loved the message of it. Like, I was feeling sort of lonely, I was feeling kind of out of control. And I thought, yeah, sometimes we do just need support. Right? Sometimes we need to Take a breath and stand and allow ourselves to be fed. Sometimes that letting go of the doing offers the greater sense of grounding control about life. Right? The message that we don't have to be the ones to do to be in control all the time. Nor do we have to demand or call the shots for anyone around us by controlling them. It didn't appear to me that these younger birds were uh, making any particular claims of the other bird that was feeding them. It didn't appear to me that they were like, get over here and feed me, though. I don't speak, Sparrow. So perhaps that was what was happening. But it really felt like the bird was waiting and then they were being fed, right? So do you notice sometimes within you parts of you that are feeling out of control? And can you take a moment even now and breathe and get really curious about them? When does it happen, and what do you hear yourself say inside, and how do you feel toward that? right? There's that lack of control that can sound really panicky. I used to wake up often having nightmares, and people that were sleeping near me, my family, would be saying, "You go oh oh, oh oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh, no, oh no, oh, no." <laughs> fun to wake up to for partners and siblings. And that kind of panicky, that's, that's really the panicky sense of I am out of control, right? Like, ah, there's nothing I can do. And of course, we know when we're there, that's that's that sympathetic nervous system just kicking in big time. But there are much more subtle ways of feeling out of control, right? you might notice all of a sudden that you are feeling really critical of a lot of folks around you or that you are more sensitive to their words, right? So, hey, could you pick up your shoes? And it's like, what do you think? I'm not picking up my shoes. you think I'm a slob? What do you think? Right? Maybe that's part that feels a little out of control or again, watching the news or being engaged in this great big world that we have a front row seat to much more than we have ever in history. In fact, now we have a front row seat to the galaxies, (laughs) thanks to the really quite amazingly gorgeous web telescope pictures. So isn't that amazing? And yet, boy, it can make you feel a little out of control. And I would say in those instances, for me, it's kind of in a good way. You know, like it lets my more responsible parts, my more egocentric parts let go and recognize, oh, you are really tiny here. You know, you are beloved, you are loving, you are You are important in your world, but you are really, really infinitesimally small, relax for a moment. Yeah? So just consider for yourself what happens for you when something inside begins to feel out of control. And then what parts of you step up to react to it? Maybe you go into cleaning frenzy. Maybe you go into more numbing behaviors. Maybe more addictive behaviors, right? Maybe you drink or you smoke or you go shopping or you run like 20 miles a day just because. I don't know anybody that, well, that's just my circle of friends. Anyway, whatever it is you do that numbs you out, Do you do that when you are feeling kind of out of control? And is it helpful? Right? What's it like to just stay in your body and get curious and kind of ride through it? You know, we know that people really can enjoy sensations (laughs) of being a little bit out of control right? Think about it. How many things do people do to feel at least a little out of control? Maybe, you know, that's the thrill seekers in our worlds, right? They love to surf, or they love to go on roller coasters, or skydive, or go on those uh, ropes courses, right? And those can be really great little techniques to discover what happens for you when you feel a bit out of control what can you release what can you go with what are your calculated means of knowing i am safe and sound though i don't necessarily feel like i've got every capability to call every single shot here i actually think those are really good little techniques to do right in a in a safe way because we realize that we can rest up some of those parts of us that so deeply feel like they need to be calling every single shot. And it's just not possible. We just really can't. We can't do it for other people, right? We can't do it for our children. And I'll tell you what, we can't do it for our children. I don't care how little they are. Well, maybe when they're infants, but much beyond that. We can't even do it when they're infants. Let's face it, we can't control if they wake you up in the middle of the night or they're hungry, right? You know, we we think we have control over others. We think we have complete control of ourselves. We think we have control of the world and we just don't. But (laughs) we can stay with ourselves anyway. That's the key, I think. We can stay inside And with the parts of ourselves that are trying and let them rest, that are numbing us and let them know it's okay. I can feel I'm okay, right? I might need to take it easy a little bit, but I can get through tough things. I can feel it. I can be with it. I can get some space. I can talk to someone. I can allow myself to be nourished and fed and supportive, like my bird friends. Byron Katie, who is an amazing woman and has a program called The Work, she talks about the business of life. And she says, you know, there are three kinds of business. There's your business, my business, and God's or the universe's business. And you want to always stay in your business. Because when you get out of your business, you're sort of lying to yourself as if you have some control there that you don't have. So if that's true, and I think it is, it's really helpful to begin to just be curious inside, a little inquiry about, well, what really is my business and how can I tell? How can I tell when I'm migrating out into the other two kinds of business? And what can I do to come home to me? I hope that you find that maybe trusting yourself rather than controlling everything so deeply inside, right? Will help. I hope that you will find that listening to even the young parts inside you and listening to even critical places inside or domineering places inside you, I hope that you can find that that helps because I know it does. And as you do this, do it with great love and patience for yourself because let's face it, we love to be in control when it feels like we got it all together, don't we? (laughs) Many of us. And I would say there is a beauty to this ride of a little more risk, a little more release, a little more authenticity of what we really do hold within our own capability. You are probably more competent and capable than you know, but you might be looking at it from the inside and looking out for the control rather than understanding. You have great capability within you. Have a really wonderful week, my friends. I look forward to joining you next week. I think we're going to talk a little more about choice, which certainly fits the topic of control. And I hope that you take great pleasure in all that life brings. I'll look forward to seeing you then. Take good, good care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Seriously Yourself. To help treat yourself well each week, go ahead and subscribe to Seriously Yourself wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share this link with anyone you love who might be seeking a little more truth and delight in their lives. If you just can't get enough and you'd like even more goodness, you can become a part of Seriously Yourself, the membership community. You'll receive a monthly magazine, personal gatherings, and cool little treats delivered right to your mailbox. Find out more about that on my website, LMFT. Com. And thanks to those who make Seriously Yourself special. Our wonderful music is Midsummer from the album Flood by the fabulous Joel Holander. Seriously Yourself is produced by Particulate Media, K.O. Myers, executive producer. The ideas and inspirations come from beautiful humans like you that I feel lucky to know. And I'm Ingrid Holander. Take good care of yourself. See you next time.